So, what next for your website? Dave and Paul talk professional websites. Hi, Paul. How are you? Hi. Yeah, very good, Dave. And you? Excellent. Yeah, yeah, good. I'm trying. I was trying to do a slightly different intro because I normally like, "Hi, Paul. How are you?" Kind of high pitched one. So I was trying to do something different. Uh, how's your week been? Yeah, it's been good. Good in a lot of ways, in that I've done um, an awful lot of catching up on all the small jobs that I, you know, when you're when you're really really busy and you know, it's stacked out on on um, actual kind of paid work. Yeah, all the small stuff gets forgotten. So I've actually concentrated this week on making sure that I, I do all the small little jobs that keep getting forgotten. So I feel like yes. I've ticked off loads of stuff on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. List. No, that, that's the thing about those small jobs, isn't it? It bloats your list. And yeah. what, as we use Agile, something that I've learned is that if you put a time, in, as in amount of time it will take against it, and this is something Daniel does, as in, I think this would be five minutes, I think this would be 10 minutes, et cetera, et cetera. Then you can actually order the list. So what he does, he's got an automated algorithm that orders the list so that he can get X number of very quick tasks done and then suddenly he feels like he's, he's achieved all day. Yeah. He's so organised, that boy. Oh, he's so much he's more so organised than we are. <laughs> I'd be there all day, uh, procrastinating about how long these tasks take not to get none of them done um right so yeah uh my week um good good government tenders this week um love government tender paperwork thank god it's radio yeah. yeah um but you know they're they're good projects when you get them so yeah this week has been all about government tenders so we're moving, talking, we're moving on to the last podcast. This is it. This is the end of the season. We've got something very exciting planned for coming up, but it won't be for a month or so. But we have got something exciting planned, haven't we, Paul? Yeah. Uh, we said that last time, but this time we really mean it. <laughs> We've thought about it. <laughs> yeah, quite. Well, I, yeah. Um, so what next for your site? So just to set the scene, uh, through this, these last 13 podcasts, We've talked about building a website, what you need to think about when you're doing it. So in theory, we're talking about people that have built themselves a straightforward website and it's now live and it's sitting there. And so, you know, our, this season comes to an end and they're just sat there with a, a website. So what's next? I mean... Or, or even, actually, I think, I think what we're talking about here is even to people who... They've had a website for a year or so. Yeah. And it's just been sitting there. And this is a lot of the things I think we're about to talk about are, are very relevant to people who have got that website. And it's, yeah, what more, what more can it do for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that for me, the main thing that people don't necessarily think about is, or rather, this is what I think happens. Your website goes live and you go, that was a big job. I can put that away now. And then they come back to it six months. because we And we've got a client that has waited a year, as you said, and come back and gone, all right, I better do something. If you just put half an hour in the diary, same time every week, and you just do some of this simple stuff, 
what you stop happening is it becoming a massive task that you you're concerned about doing you know because you're if you put it off it eventually just becomes this big stone around your neck because you end up yeah. with so much that you need to do and but some of the stuff is really really just straightforward so do you know it's, it's actually exactly what you were saying about with the way daniel works with his list is that you know it's small bite-sized chunks of work yeah and it, and if you come at your website with just some fresh eyes after you've left it for a few months and you just go let me just look through this and 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 you'll see you'll start seeing things yeah that yeah, you yeah. Didn't maybe see before yeah and it's about trying to pick out the, the small easy things yeah i, I mean that there is some how essentially housekeeping stuff which we talked about before so you know you should go in and make sure that uh that all the plugins are updated which if you do it on a regular basis you could probably do yourself and we've talked about that before you know yeah. you sh you should make sure um that all the links work properly yeah and you know if if as we've kind of suggested you're going to do a blog yeah a news article once a month what a great time to, as you go in, say you're using WordPress and you're going to write it on your blog, into, you're logging into the back end. That's when you look at those, doing those little updates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, whether you do it then or you do it separately, I mean, if you're doing the, um, I'd suggest trying to do it just every week, just a quick check. I mean, there's some simple stuff. As in if, if you collect data, let's say you've got a form they send you an email just as part of your checks just just try it just make sure you still get the email because you'd be surprised how many people don't realize that they, they're not getting emails because in reality most businesses won't you know you won't be in an inundated with emails all the time you might get a couple of weeks two three a week it can actually take quite a while for you to realize that it doesn't work and there oh, could be any yes. number of reasons why it doesn't work so you know the there's there's a thing about successful people are successful or get stuff get stuff done because they don't think about the big tasks they break it into lots of little tasks because then they don't need to procrastinate about it so if you've got a list of little simple tasks that you do every week every two weeks or something are the plugins up to date you know have i added some new content recently um do the forms work am i getting the email you know these are really straightforward tasks that you don't need to think about. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, uh, 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 but, but, but this is about your site going forward because, you know, this is you after your site's built. This is stuff you're doing. So that moving forward, that's the technical aspect of what you should be doing. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, there's also the, okay, if your site's been there for about a year. Yeah. And you're looking at it again, so kind of with fresh eyes, you you know, or grab your partner and say, hey, yeah, yeah. look at look at the web, look at my business website. What do you think? Yeah. And and so I, I think this is the great opportunity to start looking at the the smaller things. Well, the, the things that you know you might go, well, let's refresh it a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean the you know? the, the, the you, you're right. Get someone that doesn't know the website. The, the, there's a thing that, that we do, which is 
think about what you think the most important part of the website is and occasionally get someone that's never used a website and just say find this on your website and make sure it is actually straightforward you know that they can actually find it with within a few clicks no it's not too hard the other thing to do is that we always suggest setting up google analytics and there's lots of free help if you don't understand it it's not scary particularly and just see who's using your website and just see what the most popular pages are and where stuff's going and this is stuff you can only really get over time when your site's been live for a while because you might be surprised about what's popular and what's not and yeah you know, and yeah. how many visitors you get right. And you can find those golden nuggets that, and and concentrate then on the pages that are really working for you as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And maybe you know tinker around with ones that you think are more important, but maybe aren't getting the attention. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I I think that you know what next is is also about looking to for the improvements where. Um, you know, you can refresh images. That, that's quite easy to do. You know, you yeah. can pick nice new, maybe slightly more relevant images and um, get them formatted nicely for your website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, think about video or animation and, and go, right, do, does my business lend itself to that kind of thing? And can I slot that in? Uh, and make my website more dynamic and interesting. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I hear what you're saying about making it more dynamic. Um, I guess the problem with it being dynamic is that things like Core Web Vitals don't necessarily like animation because it slows down the page. So do think about animation, but also think about Core Web Vitals. So. Only put animation on if it's going to add any, if it's going to add genuine value to the page. I wouldn't add it just because you can, because the the, the, it, the detrimental effect on your SEO is quite strong. So if it's if it's going to work, if it's working and it's doing something positive, then it's worth the hit. But but yes. but, but don't just add it. Yes, and and obviously there is quite a cost aspect to these things. So I think that you've got to think about. Um, will it, you know, if, if what you do in your business, you think, oh, this is quite difficult to explain to people, yeah. whereas an animation will explain it really well, yeah. then that is worth, you know, the direction worth traveling in. Yeah, yeah. Um, whereas, yeah, I've just got some money to blow, I'm going to do an animation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not quite so or, good or, really. yeah, animation or an infographic might do it. You know, that might load more quickly. Um, I mean, the, the, there's two things that I always try and do and I always try and tell people to do. When you build your website, so let's say it's been up for a year, you don't say your website's finished. You say that's phase one. You know, phase one, that's the basic website up. The best thing you can then do is go, okay, so what do I want from the website in the future so that you can actually plan a journey rather than, adding stuff ad hoc because if you start adding stuff ad hoc that's how you end up with the clowns pants things with pants thing we talked about during the design podcast yeah because you're saying here's a really tight website really works well you know core messages and then i'm gonna add this core message then i'm gonna add this core message and before you know it the design is a mess 
So you're much better going, phase one is the website live. What do I want from phase two? No, and, and that is like bigger changes. That's new sections. That's more improvements, etc. The general updating content, adding blogs, changing images, isn't actually changing the fundamental site, but it is make keeping it fresh. So you know, there is a distinction between those two things. Now, now I've got a question for you here, which sometimes I get asked about, which is website functions. And I'm thinking about this because, say, for instance, um, you're selling products and you started off with a website where you just it's basically a brochure of all the things you've got. And you think, oh, do you know what? I should be selling this stuff online. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to add a shop. Now, obviously, this can be a big function, but adding functions is a way of of um you know the what next for my website how can it work harder for me and save me time and and money yeah so my question to you is what what other really good functions do you think people could possibly add to a website that would be useful well apart from a shop apart from a shop yeah it depends what they um depends what they do really um we do quite a lot of password protected areas. So and this is probably more expensive than a shop and a little bit more niche because a shop is the most obvious one to add next. Um, so we do a lot where they have users and they want to give users that are registered access to things that other users don't have access to. So that might be extra menu items that you just can't get to unless you're logged in. Um, For some, it's uh, access to digital assets like PDFs or images and stuff like that because of what they do. So I'd say the next next one, if it's relevant to your business, is a password-protected area that encourages people to register to get access to them because then you've actually got a direct dialogue with your users Yeah, that you wouldn't have otherwise because essentially, unless you've got people registering, they're just a... I know it's just a number in Google Analytics in terms of users. No, you don't necessarily know who they are. Um, yeah. The one after that is getting people to subscribe to emailers. And that's that's probably cheaper, but you are then committed to actually writing content each week or each month or however often you do it. You know, or getting people to sign up sign up for updates on your website. You need to be very active on the website for that to make any sense though. If you're just putting a new item on every three months. It's unrealistic to expect people to want to register for an update. Yeah. No. So don't don't necessarily run to that one. Um, and you know, if you haven't got the capacity to write content and good content for an, an emailer, don't get people to sign up because it's yeah. this. You know, you're, you're you're putting extra work on yourself that you're not necessarily going to fulfil. So so be realistic about what you can do. But yeah, I'd say. Um, Signing up for a newsletter or updates to the website, email, um, and a password-protected area for some of the content, if that's applicable to your business. They're probably the two two next things. Right. Does that answer your question? Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think it's, it's useful for people to have an idea of um, how else they can use their website and things yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that it can do for them. Um, I mean, there are things... Um, 
and these can be a lot more complicated. It's um, linking up to your your um, CRM customer customer relationship management system like HubSpot, so that you know there's a, a two way flow of, of information. Yeah, um, you know, linking up to your accounts package with zero. There, there yes. are, I think, there are a lot of integrations, aren't there? That yeah, that can be done to yeah, yeah. automate. Um, systems. I mean, all of those those things you said are both brilliant, and I don't know why I didn't think of those. You're absolutely right, but you do need to do a lot of very careful planning. It's not the kind of thing you go, "I've got a couple of hours spare, I'll just do this." You know, you need to understand why you're doing it and what the benefit is and what the workflow is before you even go near it. You no, know, that yeah. so that's that is typical stuff that you put into phase two so you've yeah. got your brochure website built what's phase two and that might yeah, be these I, things i think anything that anyone is doing on a regular basis if you're if you're constantly doing something then there is a, an opportunity for automation in that in whatever you're doing yeah and and therefore a, an opportunity to link it into a, something on your website because I mean, these days, zero. Um, I mean, they want you to, they want you to use your phone to take a picture of your receipts, and you whack it straight into zero. Yeah. Or Sage or, or QuickBooks, whatever you're you're using, um, and you know, so that they want to link up all these systems and make things easier for you. And again, it's anything you do on a regular basis that you can automate there may be an opportunity to put that in some way shape or form link it up with your website to make the whole thing yeah. run oh, yeah, ab absolutely but uh, the same caveat applies really think through how it's yeah. going to work the worst thing you can do is just link everything up because you because you can without any thought about how it's going to work because you could make the system significantly more complicated because you've not really thought through in a sensible way about how the system's going to work. And I've seen that where people have gone, look, look at all this stuff I've linked up. And then you look at what you need to do. And you're like, this is so much more complicated than it was before. You know, that you're not actually saving any time. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, it's, um, okay. Um, so, so what else? I, I mean, I, I would also say that, um, you know, if you've had a website and it's been up for a, a few years and, you know, you've, you might have tinkered around with the images and that kind of stuff. And you've obviously been obviously been doing that blog article once a month. Yeah. Um, a refresh on the design can work wonders. And you don't you don't have to do a, a redesign of the whole website. You can just get someone to and, and I'll say someone because. I'm I'm actually one of those sort of people where, you know, um, I, I have this great story about somebody. My friend Claudio was building me a kitchen extension many years ago, and he said he, he brought a load of bricks round and said, "How do you want it to look?" And I just saw a load of bricks. He looks at that and sees a building. Yeah. Right. So perhaps with a, a design refresh of just your homepage, you may well need a little, you know, help from a designer, but 
you know, I've seen these designers who, who they, you know, like our, our guy now who, who, he just comes up with some amazing things that I would never even consider. So say yeah. for instance, we've, we've done a refresh of our, our new mail. Emailer. Yeah, yeah, monthly email. Yeah, and and it's great. It looks fantastic, and yes. and this is the sort of thing that a, a proper designer can bring to just just tinker with your homepage, and you can be amazed at the way for not an awful lot of money because it's not designing, it's not redesigning, rebuilding a whole website. Yeah, yeah, you can really do something good. Yeah, no, no, you're right, but I I would as a I'm just freak myself really. You temper that with looking at Google Analytics first, yeah. so that you're doing it on evidence based rather than it just being, you know, because I can. Um, because I go back to a story that I've probably said in a previous podcast where if you've we have clients that get busy doing other stuff and then sit on their website for, for ages and don't do anything with it. And then they want it changed. And they don't want it changed because it's bad. They want it changed because they're bored of looking at it. So you need to be really careful that you're not just changing it because you're bored of it. You're changing it because it's going to make it better. There is a real difference between those two things. And you need to be really mindful of the fact that, you know, I've looked at this a thousand times. Do I want it changed because I'm bored of it? Yeah, and actually, what you've said in the past on this is, or, or is that you know, because you've looked at it a thousand times, actually, someone's coming to it for the first time. Yeah, of course, absolutely. So they've never seen this before. So what you're you're looking at getting bored of, they may not be. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, evidence based. Yeah. So, yeah. So Google Analytics. And and the other side of that coin is if you've looked at it a thousand times, then as far as you're concerned, it's very intuitive because you actually know how it works exactly. Yeah. Occasionally get someone that doesn't know it to look at it and make sure that with fresh eyes, it's it's actually intuitive. You no, know, that 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 you go and, and it's what I said earlier. Find this page on my website how straightforward is it for them be easy for you because you know it so you know that's that's the reverse side of the coin um that because you know it it's going to be easy for you to find stuff yeah usability it's um exactly that you know some people if they've evolved their website the i always like to think that the contact button on the menu should be on the far right hand side and some people have kind of it, it's crept into the middle of a menu because they've added pages. Yeah, thinking, and not not really. Yeah. No, absolutely, yeah, yeah. So it's it's usability. Make sure that um, just because you know where the contact link is, does someone come into your website for the first time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that's the other thing you you get people adding pages to the website, and two things happen. One is it's very similar to another page, but because they added that other page nine months ago, they're not thinking about that. So you end up with, I'm not sure which page I should be on because they look quite similar and they're kind of doing similar things. Yeah. And the other thing you get is where 
I've added a new page. I don't know where it goes in the menu, so I'm just going to put it here. No, I'm just, and so therefore, you end up with the site being much harder to use because things aren't in a logical place. So that you know, that's why you you need a plan, you know, a phase two, which is a plan about where the website's going. So you can include these kinds of things in. It does involve being organised. So this isn't for you, Paul. Um, <laughs> oh. oh, I know, I know. It's the last one in this season. I'm, I'm holiday crazy. <laughs> and, but actually, and, and just to kind of tell people, if you've got a WordPress website and you want to reorder all those pages in a menu structure and restructure it, it's actually really easy to do that. Yes. Move yeah, it's very easy. Around. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, within I, – I could do a little – video that would show someone how to do that in well, i reckon one minute 30 seconds so right. it, you do top tip videos paul why don't you do one on that i could do some i uh, yeah there we go yet another top tip video subject yeah just but plan in advance planning is everything yeah, absolutely. And, and and talk it through with someone that doesn't know the website even before you make changes, because you can write, you know, I said right at the beginning, I will start designing on pencil and paper. Just write out the new menu structure on pencil and paper before and get someone looking and say, now, does this make sense to you? Because you will get questions about how it's done from someone that doesn't understand it. So they're more, they are as valuable as your own insights. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think we can clearly ascertain that the website, you've got your website, but that's not over. It's just an ongoing, it's a, it's a garden, isn't it, Paul? There's always something to do in the garden to keep it beautiful. Yes, and, and it should never be, never be finished. It's an evolving, it's a living thing. Like a garden. Yeah. So you've just explained my analogy unnecessarily <laughs> except the garden that my wife wants where it's it's basically it's all concrete <laughs> the garden your the yeah the garden your wife wants is a, a an um a runway isn't it <laughs> well your daughter does for sure so i think i think we covered a lot of good stuff there paul yep some really good ideas yeah so we're getting to the end this is it this is the end my friend um We'll be back for season three, which is a, which is quite different again. Each season's been quite different. But before that, before we say goodbye, it's Paul's final top tip. And this is Dave finally trying to get this drum roll right, Paul. Okay, so I'm going to try the drum roll. Let's see how underwhelmed we are this time. I'll be happy with just being whelmed, not even overwhelmed, just whelmed would be sufficient. Okay, I'm going to do the drum roll, then it's your top tip. So, are you ready? Oh, oh Yeah. Well, you know, did you even hear it? it? It started so good, and then anyway, let's move on. My top <laughs> tip, my top tip is, yeah, it's it's backing up your website so much easier than you might think. There's a little plugin called Updraft, and you just put this plugin in and set it up, which takes, I reckon, all of ten seconds push a button and it will give you a copy of your website, which you can save 
in case anything ever bad goes wrong. That's my top tip. Back up your website, guys. Regularly. Back up your website regularly. It, Don't yeah, just back it up once, regularly. You know, you can actually set this thing to do it automatically. That's amazing, Paul. That's it, brilliant. Really, it's so easy. Go and do it. Updraft. Oh, it's brilliant. Technology is awesome, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes when it works. Right, Paul. As ever, this has been fantastic. It's the last one. There's there is a, the tiniest of tears in my eyes. <laughs> yeah. Um, is, that, is that the sun streaming in? Yeah, it is actually. Yeah, it is actually the sun streaming in. I've I've got my hand up trying to get protect my eyes from the sun. Um, Paul, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, Dave, thanks. Um, it's been as, thank you for the last ten weeks, thirteen weeks. Yeah, it's been great fun. Yeah, it's been. And talk to you again soon. And thank you. Thank you, Helen, and thank you, our other listeners. Yeah, it's been brilliant. It's been brilliant. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Right, bye. This has been a Foghorn production presented by David Horn and Paul Fogg from Keyhorn Limited. We hope you like the sound of this. Feel free to subscribe and tell your friends. We'd love more listeners. If you'd like to know more about what we do, you can visit our website at keyhorn.co.uk. That's K-E-H-O-I-N-E co.uk we hope to you come back soon and enjoy more podcasts thank you bye